are you an aspiring podcaster or you want to start a vodcast sign up with our vault membership is free although terms and conditions apply to learn more about joining our vault visit our official website www.ourvault.com hey testing the mic one two one two this is the radio apprentice you are listening to our radio live podcast yeah stay tuned i'll be right back uh, i host my nightlife sessions uh, on our radio okay um, this particular space is being streamed live uh, to the radio as we speak okay and um this is usually my nightlife. I'm sure Tall Daisy can can tell what really happens out here. Okay, and tonight is define your love language. Okay, um, I'm sure that it's something. It's a kind of topic that we all could find interesting, and um, hopefully we are going to make the most of it. So Tall Daisy, uh, we're going to start by understanding your weekend just so that we can brush your mind up for this one okay can you uh, give us a tip as to how your weekend uh, is going good evening um my weekend has been fine you know just here and there doing this and that just just a normal weekend there was no real real fun but then we still try to create fun. How can we fun? <laughs> okay. Um, Agnes, uh, request the mic, please, uh, so that you have it, um, so that you can introduce yourself, because we want to take our time right now to really introduce ourselves before we uh, get deep right into it. Okay. Uh, is that possible? Anyway, um, talking about your love language, um, to be fair to the most, um, there's a whole lot I thought about before coming up with that. And um, trust me when I say that we confuse a lot of things. And um, sometimes we don't even understand what language we speak with our mind, with our body, with our soul, okay, completely, we don't really understand what language uh, love is, is actually. Because when you say um, define your love language, um, some people would think it's easy, okay. Uh, it's easy if you've been able to understand yourself so well, but we have been made to know that we are actually learning on the job, okay. We'll be made to understand that we learn every day. And um, being broken and fixed at the same time over and over again just gives you the insight as to how much you don't even understand what language you speak, what language um, your love is. Uh, Some people can blame, you can probably blame the past. You can blame the fact that you needed to learn only your local language, the one that they call, refer to as your mother tongue. Some people blame the fact that they came up from a place where uh, nothing else was of priority than you looking forward to your dream and achieving it. Some people have come to come from a place of um, 
pushing forward to what they really want to achieve. Okay, and that is all in life. And so whatever happens along the way is like a very convenient distraction. Uh, one that can be generally accepted. So we just um, do what we want to do, hoping that uh, uh, we're not going to get cornered. Okay, at the end of the day, you get to meet people here and there. And you are, being ex- you are trying to express yourself and it's not working. Okay, you're trying to uh, get them to understand you, but you don't even understand yourself. Because certain things you do, uh, you try the A, and it's, you're being inconsistent with the A. And then you try, to, you try the B, depending on the attitude, you're swapping from one person to the other. Okay, today you're trying out uh, a new gig with one person. Uh, tomorrow you're making an attempt for a second gig with another person. And every time these things happen, um, you are being caught up with um, not being able to swallow as much as possible. Okay, and so what we say, uh, define your love language. Before we get into this floor and uh, have this conversation like it should be, I need us to also understand the possibility of not being aware of what language we speak. Because we're going to start from a place of experience. We're going to start from a place of disagreement. We're going to start from a place of where it didn't work. We can as well uh, tell some stories about uncertainties. Okay, certain things that have happened that we thought that we had under control only to figure out that we were not actually in charge of that situation. Before we get to start expressing uh, what our love language um, is, we also need to understand uh, that um, there's a possibility that we must have gotten it wrong, we must have spoken it wrong, and we must have given, given out the wrong information as regards to this. Okay? Uh, teach me how to speak. Uh, baby gets to learn what to say uh, just by what the people around are saying. Someone gets to study you just by the way you behave, your body language, your attitude, your speech, and the way you behave towards them. Okay? And so we're going to start like this, right? Um, uh, Tall Daisy, we're going to start with you, Tall Daisy. Okay? When we say uh, love language, um, what do you really understand as that? Hello, Tall Daisy, are you there? Okay, um, over to you, Sanger. Can you, okay, when you unmute your mic here, you you try and um, introduce yourself and then get on with it, all right? What do you really understand as, um, when, you, when, you hear, when you hear the word love language, what do you really understand that is? Over to you, Sanger. Oh, uh, good evening. Good evening, everyone. Yeah, good evening. Just... Trust you all having a good day. Okay, sorry, good evening. So, um, I don't really know much. Finger, uh, uh, um, sorry, is the noise coming from your background? Uh, Tall Daisy, please, can you mute your mic? Uh, Singer, please, is that sound coming from your own end? There's a whole lot of noise on your background. Go ahead, please. Okay, um, 
singer is off. She wants to turn off the TV. Uh, Tall Daisy, are you available now? Can you do you have um, do you have a word to it? Okay, before Senga comes back on here, uh, for everyone who's walking in right now, we're, we're just about to kick off with defining define your love language. Just like I want to recap right now, a lot of us think that we already know what love language is. And we think that um, we have it under control. And so we can as well um, tell people uh, how we want to be treated and how not to be treated. And because of that, you feel like you have it all under control you have everything rolling for you but i think there's a whole lot more than that and so that's what we're really going to look into first before we get into the explicit version of it so singer you are you have the floor right now hello singer okay yeah can you all hear me very clearly now yes we can hear you yes okay so um my idea about what i've heard about love language i'll be sincere said it before and I'll say it again I'll be very sincere I don't really think I know much about the whole love language like I said I'll be here to learn I don't have I don't really have fair knowledge about it I've just been on spaces where people talk about it so I think somebody said um, it's how you communicate with the other person or how the other person feels you or maybe understands what you like, how you like it and stuff like that. But I've not really understood it very well. So I must say I have so much to talk about it. Okay. Um, you don't really understand what it is. Well, I think that in cost of... Uh, okay, I think that in cost of this, we're really going to find out exactly um, what it is. All right, and... Uh, what, what love, love language really is. Okay, let me give an instance and probably create an example out of it. Okay, I, I get to meet someone new today and then I I want to play in a certain way. Okay, I want to make certain approaches, um, give certain words, create certain vibes, just because I, I feel that is what my body wants or that is what my mind wants and that is what I accept at the point at that point in time. And because of that, I'm so open to a lot of things that I'm not really open to at the time. Okay, uh, I talk to you. I want a certain kind of response. Uh, you come around for the first time. I want to talk to you in a certain way. Um, everything that I try to do um, tries to make a difference. Okay, and to me, this can be a whole lot. It can be a whole lot of job. Right. And to the next person, they're probably getting the wrong feeling. They're probably getting the wrong understanding about what's really going on. They're, they're practically not understanding um, what, uh, what it's about or what it is we're trying to do. But at the same time, I want to be that person that is... Uh, I want to be that person that is okay for them. All right. And so it's difficult to assess me. Now, the assessment is what we're really trying to understand. And you get to a point where you sit the person down, you're telling the person, okay, this is who I am. This is what I want. Okay. And to an extent, we now feel like these days it's okay to not say a word. It's okay to just assume that someone would just uh, understand you like that. 
It's okay for someone to read the meaning to your smile. It's okay for someone to uh, tap your shoulder and they know exactly what you are trying to say. Uh, it's okay to do a lot of things, but without having to clarify exactly what your really intentions are. So because we want to really discuss um, love language, okay, I will want to go over the first question, which I, th I think I skipped it the first time, because we, we need to understand everybody's perception of love, actually. Okay, we need to understand what you actually feel as love. Okay, do you feel a person that smiles and always... Um, call you, check up on you? Do you think that's uh, love? Do you think that's someone who um, would uh, buy you gifts and all? Do you think that's the, your definition of love? And I, I, as soon as I open the floor, I don't want to assume whereby someone comes to tell me love Love is in the basic form because everybody knows that you, you have it in your own way. You have this feeling quite personal to you, okay? So I don't want any, everyone to say... Uh, this is what it really is because you want to speak on the basic factor. Okay, let's leave the basics out of it. All right. So, uh, tall Daisy, uh, you're back on. So, I'm going to push this question to you first. Okay. And everyone in the team, please request a mic if you need to because um, we're all in here. And trust me, this is a circle where we, we're getting somewhere and we will have to learn exactly what language we actually speak. Because like I said, I think to an extent, we still don't even know what language we grew up with. We just play the tape. And that's the reason why we have so much uncertainties, uh, reading so much, so wrong meanings. People tend to um, translate their language to you and you take it upon yourself that that is how you also function, which is not true. Okay. So the question to tell Daisy is, um, what is the meaning of love to you? First, tell Daisy, you have the floor. once again well to me love love is beautiful love is special love is me being with that special person with the one after my heart you know the one that gives me the goosebumps the one that makes me not want to sleep the one that keeps me listening to him every day or every time of the day you know, that is love. and love, love is unique Love is, is something everyone will love to experience, I'm sure. Love is what you everyone will love to experience, that I'm sure of. So, that's just love to me. It's, it's you know, there are different types of love, and it depends on whatever love you're showing the other person. Might be agape love, might be whatever kind of love. Agape love is just a normal, common type of love from myself to another person. Wow, you know. An affectionate love might be between myself and my lover. So it depends on what kind of love I want to show the other person. But then overall, love is a wonderful thing to experience. And everyone, everyone, I believe everyone should have the opportunity to experience love once, if not many times, but then once in their lifetime. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so Daisy. You see, that's quite straightforward. That is actually the response I I was being scared of getting, okay? Uh, you're given the general definition of love, okay? Love is caring. Everybody should experience love. Now, that kind of love that you like to experience, 
Okay, have you ever gotten, have you ever felt um, a little percentage of it? Okay, have you ever felt a little percentage of it? Don't worry, as soon as you give a little bit of answer to this, we're trying to coin something out of it. Okay, you've defined love in the most basic way. We all know that love is about caring, um, taking care, uh, being there for each other. Uh, it could probably mean a lot of things and other things. Okay, love can be the way you make love. Love can be uh, what you do after you make love. Love can be um, what you do if we're not in that position. Love can be what I get to see in your eyes the first time I meet you. Love can be just written all over your smile and all. There are too many things to this, too many amazing stories to this love. Okay, but now the next question would be, okay, with all you've defined love as, it is to you because I want you to assume that that is it, what it is to you. Okay, because I, I, I pushed it forward the first time I said, try not to define it in the in the general term. It's okay, define it in your most personal term. Okay, and from everything you've said, I want to assume that you have just defined it in your best term. Okay, so now tell me, have you felt it that way for you to have said some, that is something everybody must feel? Told Daisy, over to you again. Okay, um, you know, there's this um, there's this policy or saying about life that, or maybe it's just a general saying that the people you love do not tend to love you back in return, and the people you don't love are the one who you know run after you and how. But then um, I have experienced love, yeah, and it was a very, 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 very sweet one. It was it was beautiful because. Yes, my and the other person, we had it going smooth and nice. But then, you know, in life, you can't just have you can you can't get everything. You can't eat your cake and have it because there are, there are circumstances that would come in between your love story, which is very common with everyone's love story. But I have experienced love, and well, for now, I experienced that kind of love earlier. And for now, way back then, I mean, but for now, my love story is a little bit, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a little bit crooked. It's not really straightforward. Now, the person I'm falling in love with is not even looking at me. Oh, and that's so bad. And the person I do not really, you know, feel something for is the one that is, you know, showing me all the love and every other thing involved with the love but then well, love is beautiful Sha. <laughs> okay um, that's quite a huge point being made uh, you almost made me smile I, I had to start smiling sheepishly right here but you won't understand okay um, over to you Sanger okay uh, what is love in your own term okay what is love in your own term Just for the fact that ah, 
have something special. I feel something good about this person, or this person feels something good about me. You know, oh, I feel love is sweet, nice. <laughs> love, love, love is in my own terms. It's, it's kindness, though. Basically, kindness to me. So like showing kindness and appreciating and basically it's, it's, it's that's just okay uh still still the same thing okay yeah that's a whole lot and i can hear in your voice the way you say it all right uh Ogechi, you need to accept the mic okay or you request one and come up here Okay. Uh, with that being said, now we're going somewhere. Now you have defined love in your own term, right? Um, let's check out the next box to tick. All right. Uh, how much of it do you think that you pass on just the way you want it back? Do you think that you you give off the same energy? Do you think that you you try to bear the same consequence when things and not really going well. You think that um, you're doing quite enough to teach. Told Daisy said something, um, it was beautiful at the time it lasted. And you can probably blame a lot of things. Hello, are you there? Can you hear me guys? Hello? Yes. Okay. Um, you can blame a lot of things which we we want to ask right now okay what do you think um, is capable of breaking you you guys like two people or three people or a gathering of amazing people who care for each other okay what do you think is the most capable uh, event to break you guys up who's going first okay I'll pick um Tall Daisy, come on. This is not this is not on personal terms, okay? This is on general term. To an extent where to an extent you have seen love being that amazing and beautiful. What do you think is the most uh, basic um, tool that can break it into pieces? Um, for me, you know, when you're when you're in a relationship that. Um, old partners are showing love and you know. all. I believe if there's no trust, there are so many things to look out for. So many, so many things to look out for. But one thing, top priority for me is trust. Trust is very important. Like, it is the most important part of a relationship. Or even if it's a gathering of people amongst your family members or your friends, you have to trust each other because if you do not trust each other, there's no way that relationship is working. So trust, communication, you have to be able to communicate well, effectively well, because this goes a long way to, you know, if some of these things are not involved, if, the, if some of these things are not there, a, a relationship that you claim has love cannot really work. Trust, communication, you know, being, being friends, even while in a relationship, it goes beyond just being in a relationship. You have to be friends with the person you're dealing with. You have to be very good friends because if you're not friends, what the person will say might just throw you off balance and you just 
you know, you, you just take it the wrong way. And from there, the relationship starts to crumble and you, you start getting, what do I call it now? You start getting um, attention that you do not really want from outsiders. And then you see that the love is shifting away from where you want it to be. You see, it is moving away from that one person you really want to share the love with. And then from the trouble starts, you're not able to communicate effectively. The trust reduces, other factors coming, and at the end of the day, poof, the love is gone. The relationship is gone. Everything is scattered. <laughs> That's it. Okay. Um, now you've said a lot of things that I'm still trying to scrap, but I know that uh, you've made quite a few points that really is breaking the back of a toy here. Okay. Um, Ogechi has finally taken the mic and um, I think you've, I think you've been battling with your network really. Okay. Um, first, yeah, we, we skip it off part where you did not take place. You did not take charge off. So we're going to uh, twist the hand of time for you. All right. Uh, Ogechi, you're going to start by introducing yourself and then you're going to do two things at the same time. Right. Um, I'm sure you heard quite a bit of um, the recap in here. And so you understand exactly what your, your assignment is. Okay. Before we get into love language or trying to speak in tongues and in, in French or in Yoruba or in Hausa or in Igbo for the next person to understand what we want, my eye signal, what is it telling you? When I cough, what does it tell you? When I, when I try to go naked, what does it tell you? When I, when I hiss, what does it tell you? And now for everybody you want it studied, you want the language read, both in your body, your soul, your mind, even the one in your head that nobody can see or feel, you want all read. Okay, so Ogechi, before we get there, okay, I would like you to define love in your own term. Okay. Hello, everyone. Good evening. Um, I'm sorry I'm late. I had a bit of network issues. So, um, my name is Ogechi Rachel. I am a female, obviously, and um, I'm from Delta State. So, um, I will go straight to defining love in my own terms. So love could mean a lot of things to me, but one of the very pronounced one is my ability to be able to think of you without being there and just smiling. You know, the feeling of smiling each time I think of you, each time you are not even anywhere close to me, but there's a constant reminder that I, I have somebody. There's a constant reminder that someone has my back or the feeling where I don't I don't, maybe I'm talking to you on the phone, but I feel so connected. I feel so, I feel so, um, so in depth with you and it just overwhelms me. That is love. And this, this could be felt in different ways. This could be felt with both, um, family members, your partner or anyone. But for me, it's the feeling that you are not even in my space. You don't have to be physically close to me. You either way, in either ways, I just, I just feel a connection. I just feel a togetherness. I just feel that this person, this person that makes me feel this way has my back. This person is my person. This person just loves me. You know, sometimes love is not in what we see. It's not, it's not something you can see. I say, I give you my love. 
take my love in your hand and hold it's like like you're giving someone a material item no that's not possible so it's in it's in how much the assurance the person gives you to make you comfortable that yes love you so for me that's what love is the feeling of being able to smile think about you you know blush cry feel happy knowing that you have my back yeah Okay, uh, that's quite a few a new version of it. Okay, sounds quite personal. All right. Uh, now, with someone who can feel and hear, you probably understand exactly where you're headed because I'm sure that a lot of people still share your kind of trait. Okay, so um, like I said earlier, if you want to speak, please request the mic. All right. As a matter of fact, I think everyone should request the mic right now because this really concerns us personally. Okay, we're going somewhere, like I said, we're yet to start discussing the language that we speak because we're not even sure what we know about the language. But before we go into the language, guys, this is a reminder, okay? Nightlife show is usually explicit, okay? What you can hear right now is just the process, right? Because before you get into a conversation, you probably have to scratch the bottom and climb, okay? We're trying to scratch and climb, okay? We're trying to understand before we heat up the next step. And to do that, we need to really understand exactly what we feel. They say before you speak in tongues, you need to know exactly what is coming upon you. So yeah, before we actually start understanding what language we really speak, we need to know exactly what is really playing the drum inside of us. So uh, over to you, Alex. All right, Alex, I'm going to give you a little bit of a recap because you're just showing up. All right, um, this is it. Okay, uh, this show is meant to be based on your love language. Okay, it's supposed to be on the terms of your love language. But now you understand that getting to a point where you get you understand what your love language is is a process yet attained. Okay, um, we can be uncertain for most of the time. We can be uns- we cannot be sure enough. Sometimes we borrow other people's language to make ours. Just like we, you go to Yoruba land, you want to speak Yoruba, you go to how you go to uh, the, the north, you want to speak how, so you come to the east, you want to speak Igbo, you want to speak Niger Delta, you want to learn everything. But we fail to understand that in for certain reasons, uh, when it goes into certain areas, it becomes a problem. So we're not so sure about what our language really is. But then we're getting there because we'd have to understand exactly which one is borrowed and which one is the real life in us. So Alex, tell me, right, uh, before you open your mic, you introduce yourself and let us know exactly what your actual definition of love is, what you understand that love is for yourself, how you feel it, or how you know when you're feeling it. You have the floor. Okay. Um, hi. Uh, thank you, Radio Apprentice. Uh, hi, everyone. Uh, my name is Alex Igonyechi. Um, I'm sorry I probably joined quite late. Um, you know, some of the things took uh, most of my time earlier, but I'm happy to be here with you guys to, you know, share my opinions and ideas. Uh, I didn't know that this would be what we be using to scratch, you know, scratch, uh, you know, just like how uh, Radio Apprentice said. But I'll be sharing, you know, what I know concerning uh, love language. Define your love language. Well, uh, I think 
like you said, you're very absolutely correct. Uh, most people don't necessarily understand what their love language is. You know, uh, most times we borrow other people's you know love language. We feel that you know those are the things that work for us, but just few people understand what actually works for them. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I come to think of it. Uh, love language is it like I don't know it's like I just wonder if it's a real thing you know because um, there's a common as far as you're human there's a common thing that works for everybody for me it's act of service right you know anybody that goes out of his way is a way to serve you in some way or to do something for you, you know, just, it's just, a, you know, the, the activity there is just, I just put it act of service. I think everybody will, everybody will feel or will assume this person likes you or this person loves you. But whenever we hear love language, you know, we put it in the context of probably a relationship between, you know, an opposite sex, probably a man or a woman, but it's like, that's like more. That's like the part where it's used mostly, but I think uh, love language is like a general thing. It's that thing that someone would do, and then you're gonna feel loved. Some people have put it into buying you gifts, you know, buying you, just taking you out. Okay, some people say holding hands and all those things. I feel those things are just all like cliche. Like the main thing is. The act of service. I think I, for me, I don't know, but I just assume that this is something that everybody can say. Even an old man or a young, from a young child to an old man, everybody understands that. Like I don't think anybody has the immunity for act of service. I don't like get what I'm saying. So like that's my opinion on this, and uh, I don't know what you guys think. Okay. Um... Alex, you've made your point. And uh, just like what we're waiting for right now, you decided to uh, pull us a little bit away from the familiar. Okay. You're trying to balance it up. And love is not just for you about the opposite sex. Your language speaks across and it hooks up every look and crowns of love in the basic form of definition. All right. Um, Sonny, Son Exeter. Okay, you have the floor. What is your definition of love in your own term? Okay, how you know you're feeling loved? You have the floor. Hello, uh, Sun Exeter. Okay, I think his network is really terrible at this time. All right, so we're slowly going to dive into the the next scene. All right, uh, we're going to now start asking the second badge of questions. Okay, uh, we're trying to create the second badge of understanding. Okay, we're still on define your love language. We're still here to understand what the love language is. Right. So tell Daisy now over to you. Okay, let's try to leave um, the scene of an actual uh, love movie. Okay. When you, what is your... What is your language or what gestures or what um, signs or wonders are you seeking to relate when you just see someone 
that you like or someone is staring at you? What are, what are the things that goes through your mind at the time? And what are the possible actions you 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 wish that this person gets to do at this particular time that they can see you? Come on, Toddy, you have the floor. Well, um, for me, I do not really think I know my love language yet. But um, I know love languages could be words of affirmation, could be gifts, you know, getting gifts from your partner. It could be, it could be any other thing. But I know I love it when, um, you know, someone I love or someone I want to love, someone I would like to be in a relationship with or now I'm talking about a relationship level. You know, everybody has defined love in their own different ways, and some have some have just uh, mentioned that um, it could be amongst family members, it could be friends. I also mentioned it could be with your friends. So now on a on a relationship level, you know, if I see someone and I want, okay, I like this person, and I want to be in a relationship with this person or I am in a relationship with this person, I feel one thing I really want my partner to do is touch. I love to be touched. Touch me every now and then. But I do not like PDA as long as I want to be touched. That's public display affection. I do not like it. I'm a very shy person. So I do not like it. But as much as I, as I do not like public display affection, I want to be touched in, in <clears throat> when you're inside you touch me here and there while I'm doing stuff for you while I'm doing anything hug hug me from behind you know we, we actually do not know that hugs are underrated I just see somebody going through a lot and then hug the person it's like the whole world coming it's like the whole, the whole problem disappearing at that moment like when you hug somebody, so I want the person I love to, you know, give me back hugs, give me the normal hug, kiss my forehead. Oh, I love it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it when someone I love, I'm in a relationship with, kisses my forehead or it makes me, it gives me this, this mushy, this mushy, mushy feeling and it makes me, oh, I'm definitely going to be in love with this person. Maybe for the rest of my life, if fate allows. So <laughs> that's my opinion. So <laughs> uh, Daisy, you're really rolling very fast. Like your your speed, yeah, is way beyond understanding. But yeah, you've really expressed it in the best term. Okay, uh, Esse Brown is here. Uh, Brown, we've really gone far, but I'm going to give you a little bit of recap so that you know where to join in from. Okay, we have uh, tried not to dive straight into defining our love language yet because we're yet to scratch the back of the turtle to really understand what it really means to anyone when you say a love language. Just like we're trying to say uh, that when a kid is born into a house, the kid only understands what the language that is being spoken around. This kid only gets to learn what is really being translated at home. And when the kid goes to school, the kid still gets to learn what is what they get to learn in school because that's where they go every day. Now, we think that um, because we mix up with people, we understand exactly what our love language is. And if we're trying to bring in the situation of um, 
a family understanding. Now, that is where we have a problem because this is supposed to be self-thoughts. Okay, something that you're supposed to process on your own, but how do you go about it? And so it's as if we know because we see um, we see tall Daisy being hugged from behind, and you're like, "Oh, I love this." Yeah, you like you love it, but when you're being hugged from behind for a certain condition, you don't want it. You're nagging. You're you're being so agitated. Why would you do that? You see someone being enjoying public um, public show of affection. And you want it. All of a sudden, you want it. Oh, how I wish I can get this. And when you're getting it, you're like, no, I'm not sure I want to get it from this person. You know, you're not being particular. Okay. You're not certain about as to what exactly your language is. You just see and you want. And then you try to get it and you don't get it because it's clashing against your own processing system. The language that's been embedded in your body that you're yet to process is rejecting what is coming from outside. And so we think we know, okay? You see a lady who is so beautiful and all, she comes and she gives you a, uh, she gives you an ass dance, okay? You think that that is all it takes. And as soon as you get off that situation, you're, you're not in the place anymore, Okay, and you thought that giving you a lap dance was supposed to be a language to bring you to formation, but you just realized that having gotten the lap dance, it is not what you want. So the language is quite dicey and we're yet to get there. So S. Brown, to heat up the process, okay, uh, can you give us a definition of love in your own term, how you really understand that love is to you? You have the floor. Good evening. So, um, when you say define your love language, yes, everybody has a love language, but that is how you want other people to express love to you. So, for me, um, I would say my love language is my first love language is communication. I have varieties of my love language. I'll start with communication because for me to say I love somebody, you should be able to keep a straight communication with me. Like, I shouldn't get bored around you. I shouldn't feel like the space is too quiet. Like, if a needle has been dropped on the floor, everybody can hear it. No, I want to have the place, like, not echoing. So it should be warm with your words to me, you know. In as much as you want to tell me, I want to hear those sweet things. I want to uh, hear you admire me every now and then. Um, remind me of how beautiful I am every now and then. I also want to have impactful conversations with you. When I mean impactful, like conversations that have to deliberately put my life in a better place. Conversations that want to, like, elevate me. Conversations that would um, drive my future goals into the direction that I am seeing myself in. So I want to have all those kind of conversations with you. As well as I want to hear those jokes that are not funny. I want to, like, have those um, conversations that when people hear them, they are wondering, like, you and your man, and they get this kind of conversation. You know, the, 
those kind of conversations, I want to have them with whoever it is that I say I'm in love with, you know. Then my second form of love language is PDA. I love it a lot. Like, if I love somebody, I want everybody to know I love you. And I want everybody around you to know that you love me. So I want you to touch me. I want you to hug me. I want you to kiss me. I want you to be there with me. Like, even if you are not by my side, I want to feel like I have you around. Because when I'm doing things around me, I could, like, everything around me speaks you. That's, that's, that's how I describe my own love language. So um, when it comes to the family angle, I think some people um, who have been in the home where there is um, public display of affection in the home by father to mother, and, um, you know, those kind of people, they don't need to stay and... Um, um, begin to define their own lo love language at an an older stage, you know, when they start asking them, themselves, what is my love language? That's because those kind of people, they've grown in an environment where they see love every day, they feel love every day, and with time, they adapt to those kind of whatever love language they see around them, and with time, they own it as theirs because as a growing child whatever you see is what you adapt to if you see violence you adapt to violence if you see love you adapt to love so whatever love language they're seeing around them as growing children will help them to decipher whatever love language they think suits them better like if they're around a father and a mother that touch themselves every now and then, give themselves kisses, have um, um, productive conversations, they're vulnerable around each other. Now, you see these people when they grow up and they fall in love, they will also like to have somebody who will touch them every time. They will also like to have somebody who they'll be vulnerable around. They will also like to have somebody who they can have productive conversations around. Now, it, it, it doesn't mean that as they grow older, they're not going to um, define what is the best love language for them. But seeing that as a child growing up, it has already set a background for them to work with. So it's no longer a struggle for people who they don't grow up seeing love or experiencing love. So when they meet people, sometimes they don't even know how to react. As these people who grow in houses that maybe they don't show love or they don't show affection, like they just grew up, you know, these kind of people find it difficult to spot what their love language are. They have to move from one relationship to another relationship, you know, like be with so many people to actually really understand what works for them and what doesn't work. Maybe when they're in the first relationship and they see things that, oh, I like the way this person kisses this person. I like the way these two people have productive conversations. I like, you like all of these things, but then when they're being tried out on you, you now realize that, okay, I don't like this. Like um, the, the first um, host said, she likes being touched, but she doesn't like public display of affection now she doesn't like to be touched outside she doesn't like to be kissed and all of those things outside but she likes it inside the house so now this is for people who 
have to learn their love language. Like as you're growing older, you now have to learn what works for you. So I think I'm among the people who had to learn what works for me because I didn't really grow up in an environment where I saw love every day and express love every day and all of that. So I think for me, um, public display of affection and great communication is my love language. Yeah. Thank you very much. Okay. Now you're, you're telling us what your love language is until we get to find out that it has some differences in them. Okay. Now, uh, once again, guys, this is a reminder. Okay. We are discussing define your love language. Okay. And this is for the nightlife segment. Okay, fam. Yeah. Once again, uh, if you want to speak, please request the mic. Okay. And it will be handed over to you just so that you can get on with it. Now, Alex, over to you. You, you defined love in a very family term. Okay, you defined love in the most general term. And you also defined love putting away the general notion about a male and a female. You try to define love in a family circle, okay, among people, right? Now, the next question to you now is, with your massive definition of love to self, because the question was, tell us um, exactly how you feel and what you feel love is to you, not not on, on a general definition, not going to Google to find exactly what love is. And so you gave us your meaning. Now, what do you think is capable of shattering your definition of love? What do you think is capable of putting a question mark or putting you into a position of, um, of recall, right? What do you think is going to happen for that to happen? Alex, you have the floor. Hello, Alex, are you there? Okay. Um, I think he's gone off the break. Okay, Ijoma. Ogechi, uh, over to you right now, right? Um, you first give us a definition of love in your own term, the same way Alex did. And so it's time now for you to tell me, okay, or tell us exactly what is capable of putting a question mark to your definition of love? You have the floor. Uh, thank you very much. Um, after my definition of love, I think that just a very few, just a few things could maybe shatter um, what my definition of love would be. I think one of them is lack of communication. No matter how you make me feel, I have the tendency to stop feeling that way if we don't get to communicate. I love to communicate. I love to talk. I love to have meaningful conversations, heartfelt conversations. And lack of communication would just take that away from me, would take that away from me. Because when I was defining um, how I love and how what love means to me, I stated that it's the feeling that I would want to smile and feel even when you're not there. So how will I have something to feel? How will I have something to remember if we don't have in-depth and we don't have good communication? So for me, lack of communication is able to shatter what I, my definition of love is. Two is um, insincerity and not being open. I love people, uh, someone who is open. I don't want to have to start to... Um, 
so bug you to talk to me, so um, pressure you to feel the, to just be be safe with me and just talk to me about anything. So all of those three things, lack of communication, insincerity, you don't have to feel the need to lie or to pretend about anything. Pretense takes, takes me from 100 to zero. If you want to kill the love I feel as fast as possible, pretend to me about something, just lie to me about something and make me find out that this thing is not what it was. I am from 100 to zero almost immediately and um, lack of communication. So those are the three things that are able to shatter how um, I feel my love. Okay. I'm going to come back to you because things you've said right now requires um, a back-to-back question. All right. So I'm going to come back to that. Um, we've been, Son Exeter have been going off and on. And so we can give him the mic so he can give us his own definition of love in your, just define it in your own term, not in the general term. You have the floor. for him to give me his listening attention. 
anytime, anything. So for me, with all of these things I just mentioned, without um, trying to impress the other person, which for me, people do a lot of times, and I seem to be like, it's a no-no for me. So you don't need to, you know, because you want to make a point, or you want people to, you know, value you or make you, like, you want them to feel you are important to them. No, just do your thing, be yourself, and let it come from within. With that, now we'll put to move. So that's just my, my take on it. Okay, uh, Sang Exeter, uh, I'm going to hit you up with your questions immediately. Because from what you've yeah, from what from what you've said, we're trying to define love from a crack box. Okay, we're trying to define love from a box that is. You can you can mute your mic. I will call you up when I want you to answer. We're trying to define love from a crack box. We're trying to define love from an empty verse. Okay, which means you come up here and you tell us exactly what you feel love is. Sun Exeter from the things have taken down as regards to everything you've said. You've only highlighted communication and pretense. Okay? You don't want you 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 your love, understanding of love is communication. Your understanding of love is without pretense. Okay? But then is it does it mean that you don't want every any other thing, you don't want to be cared for, you don't want to be pampered, you don't want to you don't want affection or nothing you just want communication and zero pretense which means this person can just be anybody as long as they don't hide it from you you're okay with it you can you're you're free to speak now okay um of course we all as human everyone everyone wants to be everybody likes being pampered as a matter of fact it's one of the things i'm dealing with at the moment so it's not um, because you're a guy or a lady. Okay, ladies, they feel like, okay, their men should pamper them. And I tell a lot of people around me, my female friends, I tell them, okay, the reason why sometimes you tend to have issues maybe with your husband or the guy you're with, it's because you feel like he should pamper you all the time. I said, everybody likes to be pampered. And when you pamper the man, hmm, he enjoys it and he brings out the best in them. Do you understand? So, of course, I like to be pampered. I, I like I like to I like to be valued. But in all of this, as I just explained, I like love to be cared for. Like I said earlier on, you have to do it from within. Let it just come from the inside. Not you trying to you don't need to impress me and don't pretend. Let it just be let it come from within. And when it's natural, of course, I'll definitely will know. Okay. And when you're faking it because you're Okay. You want to please me out. Okay, so Exeter, I just picked up one more point from this your recap now, and it's value. Okay, uh, you you've actually balanced up with the general definition of love, which is care and affection, but now you've highlighted one more point, which is value. So it's okay. I would uh, get back to you. Okay, does any of my uh, co-hosts have anything to say about Sun Exeter, or we should just move? over to the next segment now for a reminder okay you can request the mic and your opinion is welcome because we're learners in this field okay we're yet to understand exactly what the language really is because i feel like any person that gets to understand what their language really is without having to define the notion that comes into their head or try to figure it out from the balance of their mindset that person is really going to be a superhuman 
Okay, and this can only come from a general understanding about how things work in and out of our mindset. Okay, uh, I'm going to come back to who am I supposed to heat up next? Okay, uh, Asa Brown. All right, over to you now. In everything you defined as love, everything you spoke about, about your level of affection, how much you need it, and what language you think that is, okay? It could be speaking in tongues, you know? It could be Yoruba, it could be Hausa, it could be Igbo, it could be French, okay? We are yet to understand, and we have been told that we have to learn all the languages so that we can as well stay valuable in the world. And so everywhere we go to, we want to learn the next person's language. Like, ah, which one did you speak today? Which one did she do? I want her to do that one. Or I like that one. So in everything you've defined as love to you, okay, what do you? Th- what are the things you think that can break them? You have the floor. Okay, first of all, what can break my love language? I think the first thing that can break my love language is telling a lie. You know, when I catch you in a lie. Um, It's very difficult for me to come back from a lie. Because I believe that we are adults. I don't see why we should be lying to each other. We should be, if we say we love each other, and we're defining our love languages to each other, then that means we don't have secrets anymore. Because when you begin to keep secrets, that means one person is playing one person, or we're both playing ourselves. So for me, when I catch somebody in a lie, I think it falters every other thing in terms of how I love you, how I see you, how I respond to you, the kind of attitude I'm going to put up around you and all of that. So how I show care to you, once I catch you in a lie, you have faltered everything that, every wall that I feel like I have built for you, the wall will collapse when I catch you in a lie because I cannot come back from a lie. So I think that's that's the only thing that falters my love language. Okay. Uh, okay. Do you want me to say something here now? Yeah. I think I you're... have a question for SA. Okay. All right. Go on, please. Okay, so um, Asa, you just mentioned that, you know, when you catch your partner in a lie or any other person in a lie, that's yeah. the end of of it for you. You know, there are some times when you have reasons to give white lies, like yeah. we Nigerians imply. So, what if you're the one caught in the lie? Would you tell, would you um, agree with your partner to just end the whole thing with you? Okay, so honestly, I never try to lie. As funny as it may sound, I never ever want to tell a white lie. Because when I tell one white lie, I need 20 more lies to cover one white lie. So I never want to tell a lie. No matter how bad a situation is, I want you to be the first person. I want to be the one, like, I want you to hear it from me directly so that someone is not sneaking up on me and telling you stuff about me and sugarcoating the story the way it did not happen. Or you finding out about whatever it is that has happened and you're not asking me those questions that puts me in an intense, like, 
a hot seat where I will now be looking for excuses to justify why I said a, why I told a white lie. No. So because I love to put myself in people's shoes and tell the truth at all times. Well, I think it was how I was raised. My mom will always say the truth will set you free and she will beat you till you say the truth. You agree that even if you wanted to lie before, the beating will make you to say the truth. So that's that lifestyle I've I've lived with it and it has worked for me so far. I remember when I was in a relationship with a guy and we dated for like six months. By the seventh month, you know, when he asked me out, I remember telling him boldly that I like your personality, but I don't, I don't love you. And he was like, let's start dating each other. Let's just start a relationship. I see how you look at me. I see how you laugh around me and all of that. I really, really like you. I've loved you for four years. And coming out to tell you I love you is a whole lot for me. Like, give me a chance. And I told him, I like your personality. I like how we chill. I like how we go to study group together. Why I don't love you? And, you know, he was like, give me a chance. And we started dating. He would do everything to please me. But by the seventh month, I realized that I still didn't love him. And there was no need holding back or going to tell my friends that I don't love this guy and we're just dating and he's spending money on me and all of that. So I sat him down and we had a conversation like, guy, I don't love you. And it's difficult for me to see you do all of these things. And I know that you're hoping that someday I'm going to reciprocate all this love and all of that. It will be unfair of me to keep you long in this and one day I see a guy that I'm in love with and I just move on with the guy and break up with you on a flimsy excuse that oh you remember I told you then that I don't love you and all of that blah 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 no that's wickedness so I believe that if you're with someone from the onset define whatever it is you want from them how you want it from them the way you want them to show you whatever it is they want to show you always tell them the truth from the start so that things don't go sour to a point whereby there's no redemption to answer your question because when you tell a lie one white lie things will go bad to a point where there's no redemption so yeah Okay, so uh, from what you've said right now, answering Tall Daisy's question, and from where I look at things you've said, your love language, or if we're to get to that point, because I think there's more to come, is not telling a lie. That's the only thing I've highlighted. Because let me say this, yeah, the same way um, Ogechi. I'm holding hers back because her own love language from what she's said is communication, zero pretense, and no lies. Okay. Everyone keeps highlighting, um, Sun Exeter highlighted communication, pretense, uh, value. Okay. He likes to be valued. He loves to be valued. He hates pretense and he cherishes communication. Now to me, that's his love language. Communication, zero pretense, value. So in return, he's giving you value for who you are. He's ensuring that he doesn't really pretend with you. And so he doesn't want that in return. 
and then he cherishes communication. I think that we haven't really understood that the only thing that can break what we feel is the opposite of what we feel. So if we say, um, my love language is public show of affection, then what can break it is if you don't show me public show of affection. Okay, if you say your love language is someone who smiles so good, okay, just his smile is enough to put me through the family way, okay, it's, it's enough to give me a big tummy or to give me a big hat on in public. When they don't smile, okay, that is the opposite. Like, as soon as they stop smiling, then the break continues, the break begins. Okay, communication. Um, we, we highlighted quite a lot. Um, Son Exeter says he wants to be pampered, taken care of. Like everybody defines love in that formation. The truth is, when communication ceases, then that is enough to break it. So that's to say that communication was actually the original version of the love. So when he stopped being pampered, stopped being cared for, then that's enough to break the love. Because I don't think that love is a different definition all the way. And then the opposite of something else that is not highlighted in the first definition is capable of breaking the love. Okay. I'm seated here and I, I want to be, I want to be disagreed with. Okay. Um, who wants to bring bring that on? Come on, come on. I disagree with you. All right. I disagree with you. Yeah, bring, bring your reasons. Come on. Okay. Who is going first? You have to decide yourself now who is going first because... Let her go first. Let her go first. Okay, so, um, very much. Um, so let me just correct something you said about me earlier. So when I was talking about my love languages, I didn't mention my love languages. I only said what I felt love was for me. So I would later state what my love languages are. But to say that um, um, love is the opposite of what you don't, what you feel, that, 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 doesn't, that doesn't slow me. No, no, what I said, so, no, 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 let me tell you what I said. Hmm? Okay. I, I know that we're yet to highlight our love languages, all right? And we're only highlighting the few that have been mentioned. Okay. Okay. Why I said we should define love is okay. You can mute your mic. I'll, I'll call you to put it on back. Why I told you, why I said define love is I wanted to know what love is in your own term, what you feel love is in your own term. And when I say what can break that love you feel in your own term, we're not, we've not even yet started the, the language. I'm speaking on, on the top frame. Okay, before we get into it, because now you have to agree to disagree and then tell me why, because I love that. Okay, but when I tell you define love in your own term, okay, I want you to tell me what you feel love is in your own term. Okay, you can ask me what love is in my own term, and I'll tell you a, a lady who, who makes love to me good, a lady who can twerk for me, a lady who can do this and do that. It's okay. That's what I feel that love is. And if you ask me what can break that love in my own term, I'm probably going to tell you 
if she started by twerking for me and she stopped twerking for me, that's enough. That's off. I'm no longer interested. If, um, if she used to, uh, give me good sex and all of a sudden she no longer wants to have sex with me. Well, that's off. Of course, there's nothing there anymore. If she drinks with me and all, um, she talks to me every, every point in time, I would have to highlight the opposite of that. Now, do you understand what I said before you hit me up? So now you have the floor to come at me. Thing just dies for you. That's that's strange. Um, I just did something down while you were talking. I said, okay, fine. That's realize- very, very strange. <laughs> <laughs> I realized that, okay, sometimes I've, when, when it comes to this thing of love, do we do something because we love to do it or because our partner wants us to, that's what our partner loves. It is draining each time you try to, each time you have to do something because you're, you feel like your partner loves it. I think we should come to the point where uh, this relationship thing, we have to sit to talk about it. And you ask me, do I love to twerk? Is twerking my hobby? Do I have the ass to twerk? Do I have the energy to twerk? <laughs> and you want me to twerk? I don't understand it. You know, and if for adventure I've been twerking for you for a long time because I want to feel, I want you your, to validate how you feel. I want to pamper how you feel. I want to, you know, massage your man ego. And I stopped twerking. You would tell me that that love has ended. That doesn't sit with me. Secondly, if you say we are going to make love and I'm making love to you good, all of a sudden I stop making love to you good. I expect you to ask me what's happening. Do I enjoy love making? So at what point do we start to say that, do we come to the compromise to say that, does our partner enjoy this thing? What do they enjoy doing? Can we can we look for a way to sort things around what we love, we both enjoy? I was telling someone I was saying some time ago, I said, see, uh, I, like, I don't like um, PDAs. I don't like it, but I like small passes. He liked videos. He would want to, you know, hug you, kiss you outside, make everybody in the world know you're dating. I don't like that. We came to a conclusion and I told him, I said, this thing puts me off. For instance, if I'm honey, you touch me outside, no sex that night, I'm not going to do anything. Everybody just pack your things, hold your genitals, hold your private part and go and sleep. So we came to that healthy compromise where we had to tell him that. I had to tell him that, I don't like this thing. Can we look for a way to do it, but not do it as much as you want to do it? So it should be kindly about what they love. I should not be, I should not be, it's feel, it's feel, I, don't, I shouldn't feel like I'm reaching for the stars. I shouldn't feel like I have to do so much to, to get you loving me, to keep you loving me. It doesn't, it doesn't work that way. I should, love is soft. Love is, love is tender. It's soft. I should not be so much into stress. Imagine me, I don't know how to twerk. So I would not be watching twerking videos. How to twerk? You want to kill me? No, I, I, I absolutely don't agree with you. And for me, that is weird. I'm not asking you to change how you feel, but man, we always should have a, a, a point where we have to compromise. If, if you cannot do this, something else should suffice for this. If I cannot twerk, how about I give you a hand job? If I cannot twerk, how about I cook rice and stew for you? If I cannot give you back-to-back lovemaking, how about I send you a picture of Bobby's you know, so something has to suffice for all of this. So it shouldn't be like a stretch. I shouldn't feel like I have to do so much to like reach for you and get your attention. Is it okay? Please let me follow. Let me follow out here. <laughs> I think it's getting more interesting. I think what um, 
Roger Payne was saying that, what Jim was saying, I don't think he actually meant it that way. I think he was just giving an example. <laughs> he was giving an example. Of course, he's kind of ridiculous about somebody talking, I said, because he doesn't want to talk, I think he said. He's just probably giving an example, you know what I'm saying? So what he's saying is, if you have a long love language defined in a certain way, he was trying to explain that. It means that the opposite of that, which means the person refusing to do that may make you like turn up, which you, which you explain yourself. You just said somebody likes uh, PDA, for instance, you don't like it, like you don't like it, and the person keeps doing it, it's on you off. Like, you just probably explain what he was trying to explain in a different way. He's saying if he's set, if he's long beloved in a certain way, and then you do the opposite of it, it probably may turn the person off. As well. He just used to Ikea and all that, and then did I get that? I get that point. But what he's saying is this. So he said it before. I tried to, I listened and I said I disagree. Then he now further explained it better, which I like because that is why he put himself into trouble. He explained it better and gave me a more reason to really disagree with him. So what I'm saying is this. It shouldn't be a total turn off. It shouldn't be a total turn off at all. At all. What I did in my, my case was this. We sat down. We talked about it. People were still doing the same thing. I was still, we were still doing MPDAs. But it was not as pronounced as he wanted it, as he would like it. We came to a healthy compromise. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying that, um, you, you guys are saying that it's, it takes away that your love or whatever you feel at, makes you feel a certain way. But no, it shouldn't make you feel a certain way. If your partner doesn't really validate your love language as much as you want it, Something else will suffice for it. I believe, I believe that love is deep, more deeper than what what we give or what we receive. You know, we should always look for a way to. The person cannot cook, but the person can care for me. The person can 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 um can wash plates. Can do something should come around it. Something should come around it. It shouldn't just the love should not just die like that. No, 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 no. I Igwe and the Alex and the uh, apprentice. You see, you see now that you're being, you, you know, the problem with the world in general is that we are being selfish with our needs and wants. You are defining, you're defining love in your own language. Sorry, not in your language yet, because we're not yet speaking it now. We're on, we're on Swahili right now. Okay. This still disagreement is on Swahili. So let's wait. You're, you've defined love in English. Okay, as it concerns you, how you want, what you feel love is, how what you know you feel love as. Okay, and I just give an instance as to how I feel that love should you be. Are, okay, wait now, wait, we're getting there. Don't worry, we're getting there. Now you're saying that I have to come to compromise for my own. Okay, we're not even getting to the language yet though. We're just speaking on the term of what I feel love is. And you you are trying to force down my truth, a compromise. That's what it is. Don't worry, we'll get there. Please, I have I have all the ladies here disagreeing with me. Who is next? Raise your hand and continue. I'm ready. Are you saying are you saying that? Are you saying that for instance? I like a man that can twerk for me. I like it. It's weird, but you should have an element of shaking bum bum. <laughs> but, but you did not highlight that in your uh, your definition of love. No, wait, wait. We that to see we've not we've not talked about no, love language. No, don't worry. No, I said you no, you define love in your own term. That's what we're using right now. You define love in your own term. 
right? But you did not highlight this part in your own definition of love. I will not say everything finished at once. Like, uh-huh. you know, Don't worry, me. you have you will get there. I let let the other ladies finish their own, their own while on me because I, I, have, I like and I like I like me that can shake his ass. It's weird, okay. but I like it. Okay, we're getting there. <laughs> you cannot shake your ass. Does it mean I'm more love moving? So compromises are in both ways. I can compromise. The guy should compromise. So if you want me to date you and you want to shake your ass, you want me to shake my ass for you. Go and learn how to shake your ass for me. Or say, we are both going to go for twerking competition. That Eliza Love has died. Okay, you see, you see that my instance is causing trouble. Oh, yeah. Uh, Thor, Daisy, and Ace, I'm ready. Please, you guys should bring it on. So, I'll say I disagree with you. Because um, the truth is... Compromising is one of the, the the biggest thing that keeps a relationship going, be it friendship, be it marriage, be it brothers and sisters, be it husband and wife, any, any form of relationship at all, compromise is what keeps them going. Because if you cannot compromise for the next person, then... I don't know what kind of relationship you people have. You know, there's this old saying that goes, um, I'm looking for the best way that puts it now. Um, what are friends for, if not for inconvenience? I think everybody knows that, that old saying. That's because the person is going to inconvenience you with their needs and their wants, and they're going to inconvenience you with their likes and their dislikes. The things they want and the things they do not want, but you'll be able to, you, because you love them, you compromise for them. Now, you're talking about having a girl that gives you good sex or she twerks for you and all of that. And when she doesn't give you good sex anymore and she doesn't twerk for you anymore, it's over. I really disagree with you. I, I would really say that means. Your love language was not in tune with that person. You were just looking for something, um, something, um, um, like say something physical to to collect or to to dance to the tune. It wasn't really love because it's like saying, "I married you as my husband, and before I married you, I was a great twerker." We were having sex, bam, 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 every day. And now I get pregnant, I have a baby, and baby is taking all the time. It's encroaching into the time we're supposed to be doing twerking season and having bang, bang, bam, bam sex. So what do you do? Do you stop loving me at that point? Do you stop um, caring for me at that point? Because we're no longer having twerking season and bang, bang, bang sex. So it doesn't make sense. It doesn't actually. Now, compromising for me at that point is you learning to understand the season that we are in. That's exactly what the first um, lady said. Sitting down and having a conversation. How to now structure the timing. How to structure when these things can be done. Am I fully healed for this kind of process? Because sometimes... The woman can now go a whole stretch and not even feeling like she wants to twerk for you anymore. 
she can now go a whole stretch and she's now she's not even feeling like she wants to have those bang 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 sex anymore she just wants it small slow and steady just touch it small small and when you touch it you have come when you have come down and that's it now what do you do you want to seek her opinion at that time. You want to sit down and have productive conversations at that time. You want to know what is triggering her moods at that time. You want to know what is making those uh, 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 um, hormones in her body not so excited anymore to be in that twerky mood and bang, bang, bang sex mood. Because trust me, she, that part of her is still somewhere in there. You just need to fix it. Find a way to fix it. Trust me, if you say you're running to the next woman to give you bang, bang, bang sex and twerking, something else is still going to happen that is going to make that woman get tired of bang, bang, bang sex and twerking. So she, when you now, that one now bring her own problem, are you going to leave that one and look for woman three? So that means you're not in love. You're looking for something physical. You have not, you have not found love yet. Okay. So, if you're saying the opposite of of um, your love language is supposed to be what will spoil your love language, then you are not in love yet. Okay, um, Asa Brown, I'll I'll come to you later. You know that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming to you. Okay, Ronald is here, so you. I'm going to give her I'm the mic. But before, if I if I give her the if I give her the mic, yeah. She, you know that when you defined love in your own term, you did not add yeah. compromise to your definition of love. I did not hear anywhere where you said someone who can compromise for me. You see the problem. That's why I started with the definition of love in your own term. And you missed out compromise. Now, the only thing you repeated again is communication, where you have to ask questions as to what happened. But you have to yes, skip... It's you those skipped compromise. Is those communications you have? Just admit that you that skipped compromise comprom- in your definition that, that of love. That makes you to compromise. So that it's means those great communications you have okay. that makes you to compromise. So that because means because if you don't have those great communications, you will never compromise. You will not even feel like the person loves you at all. Okay, um, Ronald, I'm sure you've uh, you've heard a lot of things going on here. Hello, can you guys hear me? Okay. I'm sure you've heard a lot of things going on here. I still have one banter waiting for me, okay? But I'm going to yield you the mic right now, okay? First, we're going to start with your personal definition, okay? You know what's causing all this problem here now is when I asked about defining love in your own term, I was getting the general definition of love and I was like, hey, we're getting to a point where this is going to knock on your door, okay? Now... If you have, if you can define love in your own term, okay, it can be, it will be easier to metamorphose into uh, defining your love languages and identifying the words one after the other, okay? So let's start with this, Ronald, okay? Uh, define love first in your own term. You have the floor. Thank you. Um, for me, I think love is just respect. Um, that's just the bottom line of it. You have to respect the person. If you respect someone, then everything else follows behind. Um, 
we can say love languages, we can say this, but everyone down to a kid likes to be respected. You know, a newborn wants respect. Um, and I think respect also shows that you love yourself. And so when we talk about what is love, I think you first need to identify, or what is love to me, I think everyone needs to identify within themselves that they love themselves. You can't love something if you don't know how to love yourself. And, um, yeah, I think it's, it's, it's as simple as respect. I think respect is love. Because when you have respect, you have communication because you're not wanting to step on that person's toes when you have respect you have compromise when you have respect you have understanding when you have respect there's a line that you won't cross because you respect them and so i think the bottom line is respect i think that's what love is i could i could say all these other things but that's very small movie theater things i'm talking about when it gets really hard and this isn't just intimate i'm talking about friendships relationships with friends sisters everyone um when things get hard if there's not a layer of respect there then everything goes and that's where the problems come in so that's just my opinion um, um Ronald, before I get into asking you the next vital question, yeah, when you say respect, I don't think that those neighbors that used to send me to go and buy something for them that year, I don't think they loved me, but I used to respect them and go and buy something for them. So I don't know why love no, is <laughs> I used to respect them, but I don't think they love me. You know, so that's that's it for it. But let's go in, let's go into the next question here. With your definition of love, which is quite amazing, um, what are the factors that can actually is capable of breaking that love? That's capable of putting a question mark on your definition of love. The lack of respect. So to go back to what you were saying, um, why I wanted to interject, I think that. The reason why everyone was stuck on the twerking fact was that it was, first of all, a bad example. <laughs> but if <laughs> we were able to say, okay, what if the person said, um, or what if the MC said, instead of twerking, that my love language is communication in this, right? And then he says, so does that mean that for me to stop loving you, the lack of communication is what will make me stop loving you? Then... That is was his question. I think we got caught up on the twerking and I think we got caught up on the twerking and sex. That's not what he was saying. He was just saying if there's a lack of what you said, someone said earlier, honesty was theirs. So, but then you also said that if someone isn't honest, it's a no for you. So you're confirming what the host is saying. The lack of everything is everyone is saying is their love language. Will that make you not love them? Which, from what I've heard from everyone, the answer is yes. For them, it's a deal breaker. So when he said there was no compromise in there, yeah, when everyone stated their love language, there was no compromise. It was, if I don't have this, then I'm not here anymore. So I think that's what he was saying. So for me, yeah, if there's a lack of respect, then yes, I'm gone. 
So if hmm. then statement, I agree with you because hmm. mine is completely easy. Before the next person attacks me, now I have <laughs> I have a deputy. <laughs> oh God! Before before oh, no no we'll uh, get you all done. No, you will stay. Just calm down. Your blood is hot. Okay, Tall Daisy has one stroke for me. Tall Daisy, I'm waiting. Thank God now I have a backup. Oh yeah, bring it on. Unmute your mic, oh. <laughs> You know, everyone has already spoken, but um, I, I, I won't be in support of you, and I won't be in support of the ladies, so I think I'll just be on the fence. Because... Um, you know, we've all mentioned that if if I'm in love and this happens and my, say, for example, my partner cannot work, I have to compromise or do other things. Now, um, Ronald just mentioned that if there's no respect in the relationship, she's gone. So where does the part of compromising comes in? When, when there's no respect from your other partner and okay, you communicate with your other partner, you talk to the person... I really want to be respected. I really want this. I want that. And then the, the person promises to change and the respect is not still coming. Now, what's the part where you get to compromise? What's the part where you get to communicate with your partner and say, okay, I've been talking about this and I'm still talking about it because, you know, you love the person. You love the person and you really want to be with the person. Then is the compromising that makes you not walk out of the relationship and leave you communicating with that person to the point where you want to tell them how you feel about whatever it is they're doing. That's compromising. Okay, I think y'all are taking it very too literal. <laughs> this is my problem. Like, you're taking it like there's a one-time conversation. Like, yeah, this is a really hard conversation. I'm not talking about he disrespects me and I walk out the door. I'm talking about like the same way the person said, if I can't have honesty in a relationship, I can't be with you. That's it. You're allowed to feel like that's how you, that's your love. That's how you love. So for me, if I can't be respected after those conversations, who do I love more, you or myself? So again, it goes back to what I said in the beginning. You have to love yourself more than you love anybody else. And if someone isn't able to give you what you're asking for continuously, after of course, I, I, I didn't know I had to mention compromise for that to be an understanding in a relationship. We can't have love. We can't have a relationship without compromise. We can't have a relationship without communication. I thought that was like an understand. I didn't know those had to be pointed out factors in a relationship. We talk, we're humans. We're, we're we know, we're, we're communicative beings. So I, so I thought that was an understood thing that... Yeah. That, okay. that was the point I was just trying to bring out. Like, you don't, the way you spoke about it, you just mentioned, okay, if there's lack of respect, you have to, you know, walk out of it. I'm not literally saying walking out the door at that moment, you know, there have to be, you have to talk about it over and over again. And when you're talking about it, you know, I think it all depends on the level of love you really have for the other person. That's it for me. Okay, 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 guys, um, hold on, yeah. Um, if we keep unmuting our mic and speaking at the same time, we'll probably keep interrupting the other person, okay? This is quite a conversation that needs to go smoothly. Why? Because we're trying to understand a language. We cannot focus on arguing in order to understand 
what language we speak because we've got to continue to keep speaking the language of disagreement right now. And I cannot speak your language. I don't know if your language is going to give me the biggest affection in the world if I understand it and copy it for my own self. But uh, not listening to each other will not give us the best kind of definition that we're looking for. Remember, we're trying to define it and we're trying to get somewhere and not say just the way we want to say it because everybody played their role and then you get to see something that somebody else is feeling and you think that that is exactly what you want and that's what we're actually doing to an extent. Trust me. So that's where we get to a point where we get to listen to each other and find exactly where their point lies. Okay, from Ronald here, um, you summed up everything that you wanted to say under the umbrella of respect, okay? And then you highlighted, okay, love yourself, communicate, understanding, okay? Now, um, in love yourself. So what I want to really understand here is when you when you meet someone who doesn't love themselves, well, that is another ugly format, okay? When a person doesn't love yourself, you hear stuff like, uh, I'm not good enough. And when you're hanging around with somebody who think they're not good enough, okay, then you are, you're not feeling it, okay? You're not feeling anything in that particular cycle. And that's quite dangerous, you know? So being with someone whom, someone you know they don't love themselves, it becomes a problem. So if you don't love yourself, how do you love someone else? So uh, you're meeting someone that you know that don't even understand them. That person does not even understand what they're doing is already enough, for you to put up questions. And for everybody, you guys will agree right now that we all missed one thing in our defining of love. Compromise. Just like I said here, yeah, we get to copy exactly what we feel. When a child is born, from when I said it for the first instance, when a child is born, the child gets to observe everything that happens within the house. The child gets to learn the language of the house. And when the child goes to school, the child studies as well what happens around in school. Now the child decides which one is better when the child grows up. Now we are at the point where we need to, we've learned from A, learn from B, our friend gets to tell us how their friend is loving them, and we want. Uh, your brother comes home and tell you how he's loving his friend and we want or uh, we go on the road and we see people holding hands and cheering all of a sudden we want now we're picking up all these languages from different places but it gets to a point where you sit down and question your mindset which one do i want which one do i eliminate what language should i put together and translate to the next person because someone needs to understand the language and speak even if it's chinese let's change on and move on okay life goes on Okay, uh, we have uh, someone here, Pretty Diamond. Okay, Pretty Diamond, we're, we're going to open the floor for you right now. And you're going to define love in your own term. What you understand love is. And um, you, you try to try and blow out the features if you want. Try and push out the highlights if you want. Try and highlight the factors if you want because they will really matter to you when we come back on because everyone oh, missed the point. You already mentioned compromise. Okay, go on. Sorry, I was doing something. You have to come again, please. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, we're discussing define love. Um, define your love language. Okay? And in defining your love language... We've, we try to cite the path where we, we are not even sure what the language is, okay? We learn from everybody and then we want to protect exactly which one works best for us, okay? So at this point, then we ask, 
what is your own definition of love? What do you think is love? Not the general definition of love. What are the factors? What are the highlights? What are the features? They will come handy. You have the floor now. Uh, pretty diamond. Okay. Yes, I'm with you. <laughs> okay. Um, first, I'm not the love type because um, in my life, I have been hurt. You understand? I'm a very emotional person. And... Um, I, I had to drop it at a point like, okay, relationships are not for me, love's not for me, so I'm just the street boy. I, I hope you guys notice I'm a guy anyways, I'm a trans person, so, so, and I like boys, you guys don't discriminate, right? No, go on, go on. Okay, great, so, speaking enough about love, my own definition of love, I think it's, um, um, something someone feels for for someone like okay um, and I I think loving someone there has to be a particular thing you love about the person it's not just like a general something right like okay I I, I, I see a guy and he's cute and not just cute I like his attitude so I love him for that I don't just know I don't know what to say actually <laughs> yeah, I'm not in love type okay i'm just street street and street like i don't want anybody to help my feelings okay i'm just nice if you're good to me i'm good to you and if you're not good then you have your way and that's it okay but what we're trying to say here is um apart from you being hurt or feeling like you're ever going to be hurt or anything right in the, in the world where things are balanced in the world where you can have your way Okay, uh, define love in your own terms in the world where things are just the way you want them to be. You, you, you have the floor. Okay, uh, okay, like the things I should expect when I, I love someone. No. So I should give up. Yeah, in the, in, the, in the normal position. Okay, tell me, all right, how do you love? What are the things you can do to define that you really love someone? Okay, um, when I love someone, the things I can do to prove that, okay, I really, really love you. Um, I'm, I'm, I want to, you know, let's say on social media, I want to talk to you every single time. I want to, um, you know, make you happy, you know, do everything in my power to, to make sure you're good. Like, everything I, I have to make sure, okay, that person is good. Nothing more. Okay, having said that, right, um, what do you think can actually break this particular love if you were getting it from somebody else? What do you think can break it? What are the things that are possible reasons why this love is going to break? Okay, one of the reasons why love could break is because, okay, um, okay, if I have a boyfriend and um, we, we are having issues and it's coming from him, right, then that means maybe probably seeing someone else or maybe probably um, he doesn't like my attitude anymore or maybe probably he's just tired of me and he wants something new, you know. I don't know. Okay, now you're... Your definition of love and the reasons why the love can break, they're quite inconsistent, all right? But we're going to give you the time to 
process it properly because you're going to have the mic again and still tell us exactly what you think can break the law because you've defined your kind of love in a different way. But the reason why that same love is going to break is different, is not consistent. Okay, so uh, we're going to uh, hold on there. You process it properly and then we'll get back to it. Okay, um, Essa Brown, Tall Daisy, Ronald, Ugechi. Um, okay, um, Sonny Exeter, uh, Alex Igwe. Why and okay, uh, if you're new here, please all you have to do is request the mic, right? And we'll let you into it. Your nightlife show, and we're discussing define your love language. We're trying, we're getting there. So, over to you, Ronald. Here, uh, I was we're saying something about you saying respect, love yourself, communication, understanding, knowing comes under your love. So, do you agree that these are actually your love languages? So, um, no, I think the love languages are identified as how you communicate love. So you asked me what love, what I thought love was in love languages. There's five. So before I continue, um, maybe I need to no, hear your question. Go on, go on. Lecture us for the, you know, we're, we're in the school. Come on. Okay. Um, because my love language, if we're talking about love language, is um, physical touch, but not necessarily PDA, just some form of affection, whether it's you touching my leg or, or our knees are always touching or, you know, that for me is um, like energy. So that's mine. Now, is that aligned with what I said of what I think love is? Not necessarily someone can touch you all day and not respect you. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm just kind of confused on on the question. Okay, you were trying to define your love language because you said, but before you go on, this is something you need to understand. You know, when we're trying to talk about love language, um, it doesn't basically have to do with relationship. And you're not expecting uh, a family member or a friend or a relative to touch you. So Yeah, hugs. Yeah, like everyone that I meet, I hug. Like that's how I love people. Like how I love on people is by if you're crying, I touch you. If you're crying, you touch me. It doesn't have to be. My love language isn't. I just gave a romantic example. But... um. That's how I am with everyone, like, love language. Oh, but if you're giving a romantic example, then you're being selective. If you're going to give a romantic example, come on, we're we're here. We're all ears. I hope everyone is eating here. Are we all eating? Please, if you're not eating, raise your hand up. (laughs) I think um, it's, it's kind of unfair to say what a love language is. I think I'm a combination of three because I... Am also a um, acts of services person, so the way I show my love may not be the way that I need love. If that makes sense, I don't necessarily need someone to do something the way I show my love, but the way that I want my love received is from touch. I don't know if that makes sense. Um, receiving of love language is different from how you you can have two different on the receiving and getting it. 
So my first to give my normal self is to do acts of services. The way I show people I love them is to get their favorite ice cream cone if I'm there or to get their favorite candy bar because I'm thinking about them. Now, the way that I want to be received is touch. So um, I think all of us are a combination of all of them. And it's kind of hard to say which one is specifically mine because I think we all embody all of them. But, um, yeah. So can we all agree right now that there's a difference between the basic love language and a romantic love language? Because I'm sure that we mix this thing up. Okay, and we forget that the different definition of love, like the love generally is not just centered around the boy and a girl. Love is general to everybody. And so you want to be treated in a certain way, you have to pass the language. You want to receive, you also pass the language. But then is it possible that there is actually a romantic love language and the basic love language? Who's going to answer that? I need help right now. Esther Brown, you were raising your hand up. It's your turn. I was raising my hand because you say anybody that is not a teen in this place should not be here. <laughs> that is why. <laughs> this, this is really serious. Oh, that is what you had to <laughs> mute your mic to say. Okay, uh, we're going all the way to that. So, um, okay. Um, to answer your question, yes, there's a difference between love language and the romantic love language. Yes, there's a difference. In terms of the, the, the difference in the romantic love language and the, the everyday living kind of love language is the fact that you're... My everyday uh, um, kind of love language can be different from what I want in a romantic form in the sense that I want to I want to have those great communications with you every day. But I don't want you lighting a candle for me every day. I don't... I don't um, expect you to pay for those um, fancy spa dates for me every day. I don't expect you to take me to those five-star um, restaurants to eat a nice dish every day. You know, um, that's that's for me. That's the difference. Like the romantic side of a love language. Sometimes it could be quite pricey and. I don't expect you to do that every day. I don't expect you to buy me um, my favorite perfume that maybe could cost maybe a hundred and something thousand every day. I don't expect you to bring me those bouquet of flowers that maybe will cost up to like 20, um, 30, 40, 50,000 naira every day. No. Because sometimes... Getting into that romantic vibe could be quite pricey. And if if I want to say I love you, I should expect that you go to work and you see my favorite biscuits on your way from work and you buy it for me and that will make me happy. It's still some sort of romantic gesture, but... Some people want to judge the romantic gesture based on those big things, those um, um, quality things, 
those pricey things you do for them and they say it's the romantic um, form of love. Yes, everybody wants to experience those beautiful form of um, romantic side of love. But then we should also be able to understand that the general um, um, means of loving someone, a price shouldn't be placed on it. Like, it could come in different forms. And for me, whatever form it comes in, I'm a lover to absorb it because it's good for me. I'll be happy with it. But there should be a balance in, in the sense that we shouldn't have the regular kind of uh, form of expression of love all the time. Sometimes it's nice to spice it up with all these romantic things that have you going outside the comfort of your personal space, which which makes more sense to me. I don't know about any other person, though. Okay. Can I interject? I just have a quick question. Um, what does romanticism have to do with anything? Because if we're talking about love, love is sexual and non-sexual. So your question was, are there two different types of love language? You said, okay, well, you don't have to buy me expensive things every day. Well, isn't that the same expectation you have for someone else that you love too? If they were to bring you a biscuit, wouldn't you love them too the same way? So I think I'm just kind of confused on why why it would be different. Love is love. Um, I, I didn't say they were different. I didn't say they were different. I said it's still going to be the same thing. Like having to, I wouldn't expect you to buy me these expensive things every day. And I'm still going to love you for not buying them for me every day. I'm still going to love you if you come back from work and you bought me my favorite biscuit. Love is love. But what I'm saying is at the same time, sorry, wouldn't you do that for someone that's a friend also as someone in a a non- romantic relationship you would yes, still I, 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 I would still do the same thing for someone that is in a non romantic relationship with me because I love you love is love so if if it's not someone I'm having sex with if it's like my best friend or my sister or my mom I expect to buy them their favorite perfume when I have the money to buy them and show them that I love them and I want you to have this and I still expect to bring you maybe your favorite dish that will maybe cost a thousand five, two thousand naira. It's love. Any way love is received or love is given, it should be received. But some people now section it in the sense that they believe you should always do these um, extravagant romantic form of love. Like he was saying, um, are they two, the, the, separating the two different kinds? I don't think there's supposed to be a separation in two different kinds, but some people really do separate these forms of love and they want you to give only on this side that has everything um, high class. I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but someone can love you and not be able to do these things for you all the time. But they're still expressing love to you in the little way that they can. And you should receive that love, however they bring it. Okay. Um, now I'm more I'm more certain than ever that there's a difference between them. Okay. And what we can do... There's a difference. 
difference. I'm okay. not saying there's a difference. There's okay. no difference. There is a difference, but you should be love is love, and you should be able to receive that love regardless of how it's been brought in. Okay, you know what really happened now tonight is that we were able to break down this conversation to a point where we now have branches. Okay, I said this earlier that this con- this particular topic is quite broad. Okay, it's big and it's not something that we can just swallow. Okay, we try to talk about the most little things right now and trust me, it's beginning to crack open. Okay, as much as you guys don't want to agree right now, I'm very much convinced, which I'm going to confirm with my claims and make you guys prepared. Okay, because the next nightlife, we're actually going to split it. Is that something like initially I thought it was just love and um, romantic love languages. Now I think there is romantic and sexual and non-sexual. Oh, wow. The options are increasing. So, um, yeah, Ronald, you want to say something? You did unmute your mic. Yeah, so, uh, okay, Chi, you, you actually raised your hand up earlier. Okay. All right, go on. Let's hear you. comment on what we were um, talking about before. You said we, we in our definition of what love was to us individually, we missed the word compromise. I really wanted to talk about that and um, okay, go on. You know, why we, yeah. you know why we miss compromise? Because it is not in the default setting that you want to compromise. I don't know if it happens with everyone here but I don't think you would know that you would compromise something into on going into a relationship. It is not a default setting to say that, oh, I'm going to compromise here. It is getting into the relationship, you start to see that, oh, this thing doesn't really meet me. This thing doesn't, this, this particular situation doesn't really meet me. This particular um, action doesn't really meet me. So I have to adjust. So it's normal that everyone would miss compromise at first. It's normal that most people in your definition would not say compromise. Because it's naturally not in the default setting. You know that uh, beginning, you, said, um, you know one thing. Let me let me let me scratch a little bit before you continue. When you say love languages, yeah, basically sometimes it's there are things you want to get. Okay, so are you saying that you are not hoping to walk into a place where anyone is going to compromise for you, like anything? So you're coming with a package that they excellently admire, and that's the way it's going to be. Because just like we said, it is what you give off that you can actually take back. And as much as that is quite a word, we're quite selfish as well. So we want something that sometimes we cannot give back in the exact form. So your love language is probably what someone gets to do to give, to throw you a signal that, okay, this is where you appreciate. This is where it works for you. Okay. This person is actually speaking my language. This is you're not the one speaking this language right now because the opposite person is the one that is meant to speak your language and you understand exactly that this is where you're meant to be. So you're saying that in your love language, you're not see, you're not trying to picture any way compromise from their end. Is, it, is that what you're saying? That's not what I'm saying. Mind you, like you said, we're not talking about love languages. We're talking about in the definition of love that like you ask everyone you said that we missed out compromise, the word compromise. And um, if anyone was here earlier, you tackled me that I missed compromise and I was defining what love meant to me. So, I so, so, I, so I can compromise, so I can compromise for you, 
I can accept that compromise is part of my my definition of love, but not for you yeah. because you're saying something that is not yeah. quite realistic. Okay, uh, well, I spoke about I spoke about a lady um, uh, doing something for me. Okay, mm-hmm. and then you said, "Oh, what if you can no longer do it?" But in our definition mm-hmm. of love, we all missed out the point where we say that uh, I, I want to be cared for. I want I want to know whereby when I have a floor, somebody can overlook this and that. Now that should always come to play. That's my that's my argument. That's where I'm what I'm saying. You don't just come up and you say, "Okay, if it doesn't work out, then compromise comes in." You did not highlight it as your uh, in your definition oh, of love. We are still saying the same thing, Radio Apprentice. I'm saying that a lot of people, that is not the default setting for people to say, oh, okay. Uh, for you, it might be your default setting. You know, it, I'm not saying compromise is not a thing. I'm not saying it's, we are not good. People don't compromise. You saw I was tackling, I was trying to tackle you about compromising. I'm just saying that there is definitely going to be a compromise at every time, whether a romantic relationship or any other form of relationship or love or togetherness, even with, with enemies, there, there still has to be some level of adjustments to accommodate each other. But I'm saying that for most people, it is not what comes to mind at first. It's not what comes to mind at first. You get, you know, love is more than, in, more than, um, what we just say, okay, I love you, I love you, can you date me, I can date you, um, will you be good to me, I'll be good to you, I'll be honest with you, I'll be kind to you. When we get into it, we start to see that, oh, okay, this is not the kind of honesty I want. Can I compromise at this? So it is not really not the default setting for most people. And that's what I mean. I'm not saying there's no compromise. I'm saying there is. I, you, Everybody here had that. I was big on compromise earlier. One other thing I was going to talk about was this. Um... Where, where um, I think um, was one of the co-hosts, she mentioned that, um, um, I think um, Ronald said um, about honesty, and when I was, what Roland was trying to talk about her, saying that your example you gave was wrong, because um, if you use honesty, not um, twerk, it would have been a different ballgame. I think everybody should start to come to the point where we have to draw a table and say, this is my strong stand, and this is my compromising um, stand. For me, Certain things are my honesty is one of my strong stand. Once there's no honesty in my in my relationship, and I've talked to you about it several times, we've talked about it. There's a tendency I, I would definitely leave. But if maybe, uh, um, for instance, good uh, twerking is like I said, I like guys that twerk. Twerking is in my weak or compromisable um, um, table. I would, I'm willing to compromise that. So we should draw a table between what we feel like is our compromisable um, stand and what we feel like is our strong stand. Then we'll be able to create a balance. Honesty is one of my very strong, um, um, on my strong table. Um, sincerity is on my strong table. So when that is not happening, when I don't receive that on a constant basis, there's a tendency I would leave. But if something else, like the example you gave and maybe other, other things... Are, um, that fall under my compromisable table are not there, there's a tendency I would want to compromise and understand the person's reasons as to why that thing is not there. So that's just to add my comments on it so far. Okay, uh, tell Daisy, you have the floor. Um, um, I would have loved you say maybe compromise isn't a, um, a default thing for you because I believe Compromise should be a default thing for everyone, in my opinion. Should be a default thing for everyone going into a 
whatever relationship might be friendship might be might be um, an intimate relationship or whatever so i would have really loved to say the, the default thing the compromise is not a default thing for you because i believe it should be a default thing for everybody if you're going into a friendship a new friendship with anybody even your childhood friend or whoever and you're trying to you know accommodate this person more and more i believe the first thing that should come to your mind is if, if things do not go the right way, will I be able to, you know, adjust or reset to whatever this brings to me? So I'm just trying to correct the notion that, you know, you should have mentioned maybe for you, but for me and maybe for other people, I think compromise should be a default thing. And um, I believe it, it, um, it's one of the things people miss out before going into any relationship and which keeps on breaking relationships nowadays. That's my opinion. I'm glad you made the last statement where you say that for most people, it is not a thing. That's where I'm trying to go. Okay. Uh, okay. For most people, it is not a thing. Okay. That's why I said most people miss it. That's Okay. So I'm not I'm not categorizing it to anybody. I'm just saying that for most people it is not a thing. It's not a default setting for most people. Okay. That's why a lot of Ogechi, so Ogechi, I, Ogechi, I think you need to calm your blood down, okay? Uh, we're not meant to win arguments here. Okay, we're just meant to learn from each other and translate this information to everyone's mind. And yeah, your detail is good, but the next person gets to teach as well. Okay, so we love everyone's impute. And once again, we're not trying to win arguments. It's not like I'm beginning to get fans, though. Like, it's not like I'm beginning to get some support though, with my point, though. But, you know, since we're not trying to win points here, yeah, it's okay like that. Ronald, you did unmute your mic sometime. Do you want to say something? Um, yes, just quickly. Um, again, I think it was just taken specifically when he, we're talking about uncompromisables. I mean, I think you further proved my point the same way I said that I would walk away if I'm disrespected. You would walk away if, with all the work put in, someone was dishonest. So, again, he used the example of twerking, but that's that's not in you know, what meant. I- I love the fact that I used twerking because like that my twerking is putting so much heat in here. Okay. I think I think tomorrow night I'm going to try another word to use again because I need to just charge up the room with something. Okay. And that's the reason why I'm now beginning to agree that okay, it's not just two anymore. I thought it was supposed to just be um love, love language romantic love language, sexual and non-sexual. So we're going to agree to disagree during the next session because now we're going to go into something different, okay? Now we've tried to talk on the plain note. We're going to dig the book in and see what's written in there. So we're going to find out if there's anything. Okay, let's just throw it open right now. I did different branches to this. Uh, Do you agree or disagree? You can push out your motion before we round off this segment and prepare ourselves for the next one. Do you agree or do you disagree that there are branches to love languages? And you know that um, the same way you, the love is being translated to you from family is different. Is a different way that you want it translated to you from somebody else you want to be in a romantic relationship with. Do you guys agree or you disagree? Because all that is left is to give it a name and then we're up this trail.
The floor is open, guys. Who's going next? Who's going first? Okay, I'll go first. Um, well, for me, I think I, the thing is for my friends, I would love a different, you know, the way I would express my love would be different. For my family members, the way I express my love would be different. And for someone, someone I'm into um, an intimate relationship with, the way I would express my love would also be different. <clears throat> it's just it's different things. It's it's um, it's not the same. It's not the same thing. There are different love languages for different people. And as much as I mentioned earlier that I I do not like um, public display of affection with my lover or whoever, I might just love it with a friend. I might actually want to, even if it's a guy or anybody, I might actually want to hold my friend's hand on the road, you know, show the person that I love him or her. While I do not want that with someone someone I'm into an intimate relationship with. So it's different. It's different for me. The way I show love to my friends is different from the way I'll show love to my family members and to someone I'm into an intimate relationship with. Okay. Uh, next person, Renaud. Um, I personally don't think it's different. The only thing different is that you're not intimate. That's it. If we take out the intimacy, I think we're thinking too specific. Like, yeah, I treat my boyfriend differently because I'll go up and hold his hand or I'll go up and kiss him. I think I'm thinking about love in the overall bracket, like love, the idea of love in itself. Like, will you love, do you want the same way your people treat you that you want your man to treat you? To me, the answer is yes. The same way my family is forgiving and understanding and my friends are forgiving and understanding. That's why you even say you should marry your best friend. It's the same, it's one and the same. So I think it's the same, my opinion, because I, I completely understand what um, the previous lady said of, you know, you know, you may want it to be different with your friends. But I think if there's a different way that you show love from your intimate to non-intimate there's com- uh, there's a complete dis- disconnect because love is love so yeah of course i'm not going to go up to my friend and kiss her on the lips but again if she's crying i'm going to hold her if she's you know sad i'm going to do something for her if my family's sad i'm going to do something for them the way they love me is how i would want my spouse to love me because it's unconditional so um but that's just me this is my opinion. Okay, uh, that's Ronald's opinion. Yeah, but in cause of this, I would say, yeah, you have a full chicken, okay? But you can pull out a few feathers to clean your ears, and that tickles you. And with that, I would say that I think love is like a chicken, a full-blown chicken with feathers, okay? You pull out a few to clean your ears. You don't pull out everything. And the way you treat the one you put in your ear and the way it tickles you, it's not the same way you treat the other feathers because you don't have need for them, but you still keep this chicken for the roasting in the future. Who knows when? Okay? With that, I, I still believe that there's a different... There's, my expectation will be different. Okay? I would want you to speak a certain language if I'm in a romantic relationship with you or if I'm expecting it to be in a romantic relationship with you. I would need certain languages to make me understand that what I'm going to what I'm going to do is going to fit into the box that you're bringing in. 
Okay, that's one and one, and also is different for family and friends. Okay, my expectation from them is going to be different. If I I wouldn't be expecting them to be calling me every day. Okay, don't call me every day. Don't try to call me morning after night to ask me if I'm eating or not. Okay, but I would expect that to come from somebody whom I'm in a romantic relationship with. I might not get tired. I can have uh, a family member calling me and video, video chatting me from morning till night. That won't work. I won't agree. But I can actually accept that from somebody who I'm in a romantic relationship with or who I'm expecting or building something with or we're still in the process with it. I might not be able to last for one hour in a conversation talking to a family member. What are we going to talking about? But I can just decide to be saying, discussing anything, even if fly past now, we're discussing it with somebody that I'm actually gearing to do something with. Some So the language is different, I believe that, and we're really going to hold strong to that during the next session. So uh, any last words before we round off the session? We've really tried so we can push the separation for the next session because now we have a split and so we have to address them. Anyone has anything to say? Yes, I do. Okay. Okay. Um, you know, I've been, um, I've not been here for this from the start, um, but I've been listening, and um, I think um, something's not right. You know, love is a is a generous stuff, you understand? And um, I, I think there's actually a difference between. Um, you telling someone I love you and you telling someone I'm in love with you. That is there's a difference between, you know, love, love and someone you're in love with. So I was thinking maybe we should um, you know, try to be specific, like what type of love are we actually talking about here? Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Uh, that's where you, you needed to uh, pay attention to what we're saying here. We got to a point where we're trying to now realize that there's different kind of love language for different occasion. Okay, that's where we got to. Sorry you didn't start up early. Hopefully you're going to be early for the next session so that you can understand from the beginning uh, what the conversation is about. I'm really sorry you're lost to an extent, but uh, that is what it is. And so we are going to round off this segment of nightlife, okay, and continue by 10 p.m., later today okay um my co-host uh, Issa brown do you have any last words dollar poor do you have any last words no i don't have any last words i would say thank you to everyone that came on this space today it's been a very educative and impactful conversation for myself i hope it has been for every single one of you and I hope to catch every single one of you on the re, the, re, the rematch that we're going to have on this space because definitely there's still so much I want to address that because of time we cannot address today. So I'll, I'll, I'll say good night to all of you and sleep well. Okay, uh, Tall Daisy, do you have any last words? to say, you know, love your neighbor as much as you love yourself. Good night, everyone. Okay, Ogechi, bring it on. Well, thank you, everyone. Um, It was a very interactive session. I had a good time. Thank you, Essie Brown. 
Thank you, um, all the hosts. Um, thank you to you, um, your apprentice, and everybody that has spoken. I would love to be here, and I would also want everyone to be here for the next session. And then you want some arguments. Okay. Um, yes. uh, Amen. Son Exeter, do you have any last words? Okay. Um, sorry. It's, um, it's been a beautiful time talking and listening to everyone. Um, I've had a great um, time listening to every conversation from everyone that has contributed this evening. And um, hope to be back again tomorrow evening or tonight. 10 p.m. and then to get to learn to network and then to meet new friends again. So thank you everyone for you know the opportunity to meet you guys all and to you know uh, get to learn from you. I've learned so much this evening and um, to our host and our co-host. Thank you very much for the opportunity. Okay, uh, over to you, Alex. Are you there? Thank you guys. It's been an amazing time here. Listening to you guys, you know, it was a very interesting conversation. I look forward to the next uh, talk show. It's been an amazing time. Thank you. Good night. Okay, fam. Uh, if you didn't start listening from the beginning, you can go on and listen to the replay via radio.orval.com. Okay, it's going to be up at uh, 2 p.m. Uh, today. Okay, so you can go and listen from the beginning and then you get to understand what tonight is going to be about uh the next night is going to be specific on the separation of this as a brown says it's a rematch okay so we're going to come back to really dissect exactly what is remaining of this conversation okay we're going to do a rematch right uh that's that's it for it so take care of you guys and have a wonderful night are you an aspiring podcaster or you want to start a vodcast? Sign up with Oroval. Membership is free, although terms and conditions apply. To learn more about joining Oroval, visit our official website, www.orovault.com.